0: Welcome to Mastery Podcast, where story reveals the secret of an empowered and abundant life. Today, we have with us Raja Simpati. He is the founder of Calm Corporate. His superpower is simplifying mindfulness for business. And he has programs like Mindfulness in Action and Serenity and Success. He designed his programs designed for corporates designed for regular people, um, entrepreneurs. His online courses offer on-the-go learning, interactive quizzes, and expert guidance. His mission is to boost business success by addressing burnout, work relationships, and low morale through mindfulness. He's not your average mindfulness teacher. He's an insider who brings humor and strategy to corporate world. Welcome, Raja.
1: Thank you so much, Dr.
0: Sass. It's excited be- to be here. Yeah. Thank you for being here. Thank you. I- I- I'm just going to give you a hug. Yes, absolutely.
1: Hugger <laughs> <laughs> here. Yes. Yeah, I'm yes. a hacker. Yes. <laughs> yes. Thank you.
0: Well, um, Raja, tell us a little bit about how you get here. I know you were in the corporate world, um, in one of those positions where you're the leaders. Mm-hmm. And um, what situation happened in your life where you're creating this Mindfulness um, program.
1: Sure. So, at the peak of my professional success or career or whatever you call it, you know, I was leading multi-million-dollar projects, uh, leading multiple teams. I realized that my personal life was a mess. My relationships with women, the uh, partners—I mean, for lack of a better term—was a clusterfuck. My relationships with my mother and sister, my immediate family, they were nothing to talk about. I don't think I had the greatest relationship with the most important person in this world, which is myself. So at that time, I fell into this deep end of a 10-day meditation program called Vipassana, which is a silent meditation. I talk about it a lot in my blogs too. And that was my first foray into mindfulness. It was undoubtedly one of the hardest things that I've ever done in my life back then. And coming out of that, keeping up with a steady, consistent meditation practice, going deeper into mindfulness, the science aspect of it. Also, I started working with plant medicine like Ayahuasca. Right. And which is the extreme sports of mindfulness, mind you. And one thing led to another. And in the middle of the pandemic, I was leading a very mindful life with the world around us just growing, going haywire. And I realized that because I was applying these principles of mindfulness very practically to my work and life. So it was very clear at that time that I had to bring this in a much more meaningful, accessible way to the corporate world, which I was a part of, so that the other people can feel that joy and that relief and uh, have a better life like I did. So that's how Calm Corporate was born. It's a pandemic baby.
0: Wow, wow, nice, nice. So your pandemic baby is helping a lot of people in the corporate.
1: That is right, 100%. Yes, yes, through uh, practical, accessible, easy, simple mindfulness tips, Mm -hmm. which when practiced consistently, you (laughs) know, there is no mech mindfulness, thankfully, yet, Uh, people can actually get a lot of great results. People, organizations, teams, and leaders, yes.
0: Now, um, Raja, how did mindfulness change your life?
1: So, I want to give you like the simplest of examples, (laughs) Dr. Sass, right? So I knew that mindfulness was changing or already changed my life when somebody cut me off in traffic or on the highway and I was not upset. So there's a joke I tell my friends. I drive a really nice car uh, and I say like, if you see a Kia cutting off a red Jaguar in Austin highways, (laughs) you know that's my car. Because I don't really care. I mean, I don't have to show up. I don't have to prove. I don't have to tell anything. So for me, one of the greatest gifts of mindfulness was, like I said, with that example, it was the relationship with myself. Mm -hmm. I am full. I am complete. I am content. Now, what do I do with that? And with that, what happened is when I worked on myself, when I was able to change myself, my relationships, the most important relationship with myself, my relationship with my mother and sister just changed like blossomed, right and we're like best friends we um, talk very often we're very supportive you know there was no passive aggressiveness all that is gone uh, i realized my relationship with my friends my co-workers like everything became better so it's like the swiss army knife <laughs> of, <laughs> of uh, techniques with mindfulness so uh, it, you know i think i am very grateful to Having found these practices and having the chance to apply this in my life
0: nice nice I I, I can relate to that because um, when I was living in Thailand mm-hmm. right um, we do a lot of meditation right my great uncle um, he was a, a spiritual healer mm-hmm. so we started when we were like five years old um, go to my my uncle's house mm-hmm. and meditate mm-hmm. um, every Thursday he had this um, meditation retreat. Not, not like a retreat. It's like a get together. Every week, people will come and they meditate for hours. Mm-hmm. And we like five, six years old, we would meditate. Mm-hmm. And I remember living in Thailand at that time, everything was just joy, right? We we don't worry about anything. And I mean, of course, we were kids. But then I moved here, all that was just like, wipe out. Mm. We, we stopped meditating. And, and we just do 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 every day, mm, right? Mm, and it mm. took me a while, and and for me it was just like you too. When I found meditation again, it was like my life started to change. And th- th- thank thank you for sharing that. It's that's an amazing amazing story, and I can
1: relate to that
0: one hundred percent.
1: Yeah, love the story about your great uncle leading those meditation sessions, right? I mean, I just got that visual of like this quiet place in thailand where people are chill and living simple lives yeah, it yeah. was
0: really simple yeah. it's like literally his, his home is wooden and it's like open mm-hmm. and people will come and sit on the floor and just you know um, cross-legged yeah. and we as children we were meditating for like two three hours and literally until we could not stand it anymore. Mm-hmm. I remember just have nothing in my mind except silence. Wow. And what that was the most like peaceful time in my life that I can remember. So mind, mindfulness works. And um, we, we, we need to kind of slow down and calm down and just experience the present, right? So let, let me ask you that Raja, I mean for, for for us um children back then living mm-hmm. in the far far away land mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. it was easy, right? To yeah. to just go for hours and, and, and practice meditating. Mm-hmm. For people in the corporate, how can people in the corporate yeah. and and you know uh society right now, we are busy, busy, you know, we hop in a car, go go grab uh, a cup of Starbucks and hit hit the ground running in in our office open email and stuff like that how can you slow down and actually incorporate mindfulness in in our life
2: sure so uh quit your
1: job quit your families (laughs) take a month off go to the himalayas (laughs) sit in a cave uh till you get enlightenment right no i don't think that's feasible or practical for uh, many people even the 10 day vipassana is, yeah. is is not i mean yeah. people have things to do uh, so and this is where the dalai lama has actually said there's like 7 billion people in this world who need to be practicing mindfulness but it's not even feasible to think that they can sit down and meditate for an hour every day so he is stressing on what uh, and i'm paraphrasing here these micro mini mindfulness practices uh and they're incredibly effective, done consistently, because we understand the pace of this corporate world. We understand the pace of the real world. Things happen. You have kids, you know, partners, and job stressors, and what have you. you Got to make dinner after you're getting home, and things like that. So, for your audience, I have like three recommendations. <laughs> you know, three techniques that they can use today, right yeah. now. And the first one is yes, it's meditation. It's a very simple meditation where you're actually sitting down, cross-legged, straight, chair, back support, doesn't matter. Spine erect is what I want you to do. And then you're just observing your breath. Put three minutes on the clock and you observe your breath. And this is based on Anapanasati, which is the Buddhist meditation technique, which means Mm -hmm. you're just observing the regular natural inhalation. An exhalation of the breath.
0: Let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. We heard a lot of people say it, right? Um, just, you know, watch your breath mm-hmm. or, you know, listen, and, and all, all those stuff. What does that mean? You know, um, for, for a lot of people out there who, you know, meditation is mm-hmm. something new to them. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, it's like the end thing now, right? right? But it actually works. But they they don't understand what does what does that mean when when you like, do you just like, I'm breathing in, I'm breathing out? Um, can you explain that?
1: Right, I I can. So Mark Benioff, the Salesforce CEO, he's a very committed medis- meditator. So Thich Nhat Hanh, the Buddhist monk from uh, uh, Vietnam, so he actually went and to the Salesforce centers in. Uh, the Salesforce headquarters and had, you know, built these quiet rooms mm-hmm. in those Salesforce headquarters. So Mark Benioff says that at this current pace that we are going in this modern corporate world, it's just not necessary to like, just take a step back, but it's also important to completely turn off. And that is what you're doing with this breath observation. So you're taking your attention off whatever, you know, the reptilian brain is doing, which is like, you know, oh, I got to make coffee, I got to get to work, I got to sleep, I got to pick up the kids. You're taking attention of everything external and then you're putting it on something which is the most present thing ever, which is your breath. Right. Observe your breath. Yeah.
2: So, so that yeah.
0: that's the first thing that you can do. Exactly. Thank you for explaining that. Yeah. And, and you have a couple of um, other things sure. that um, we can do.
1: Sure. So uh, the second one, is this technique called box breathing so mm-hmm. so imagine a box or a rectangle right like four sides so you inhale for a count of four you hold it for a count of four you exhale for a count of four
2: and then you hold it again for a count of four. One, four, or one, four,
3: four.
1: you count backwards. yeah you, whatever yeah. you want yeah that's nice, Doesn't matter. nice. Yeah, four, three, two, one. Sure. Thank you. Yeah. And you do that uh, about, say, 10 times, and Mm -hmm. it takes three minutes. I've timed it. And that what it does is it hacks into your parasympathetic nervous system. Ah. Just that breathing. And studies have shown again and again that just doing that is going to make you
2: less anxious, less stressed. Yeah.
1: And the Third practice I have for your viewers is uh, a gratitude practice. Super portable, right? So think of a time, uh, whenever you're feeling not your best, when you give and get gratitude for the things that you have. And this is something that my clients struggle with. I'm like, like, what do I feel grateful about? I'm like, uh, did you wake up with a roof over your head? Yes. Did you... Uh, have enough food to eat today? Yes. I mean, are you going on a vacation this year? Yes. I'm like, you are in the top five, six percentile in the world, right? And this practice of gratitude again and again, um, there's a professor called Marty Seligman. He's known as the father of happiness. He did a study on gratitude where he took these clinically depressed people and they practiced gratitude for 15 days straight. and. After that, they did, you know, the markers, whatever. They study the markers. There was a significant drop in their depression just in fifteen days. Wow! Yeah, imagine wow. what it could do to you. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, that's that's amazing. You know, I I heard about several studies. Mm-hmm. I'm 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 also into mindfulness, mm-hmm. and and this is amazing that you're here. And there are studies that said, you know, your blood pressure actually lower mm-hmm. if you meditate or yeah. practice mindfulness. So you know, for those people out there, in in you know taking high blood pressure medication, yeah, yeah, you can like either lower your dose or come off of medication. Yes, even. yes,
2: hundred percent. Yes.
0: Thank you, Raja. Um, mm. you know, your your program is kind of geared toward people who are working, right? A, mm-hmm. lo- a lot of us in in the workforce. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can you tell us why is mindfulness is important? Mm-hmm in a work
1: setting? Absolutely. So mindfulness has always been important in a work setting, (laughs) (laughs) Sass. I think we are trying to bring the emphasis into it. Uh, So for most business leaders, when you're asking about mindfulness, let me clear this right off the bat. There's a 200% ROI for mindfulness trainings. And SAP has done this in a very large scale across all its global offices. So if you're worried about the financial aspect for it, it's got you covered more than double, mm-hmm. right? So there you go. Um, so, th- of course, it's important because it makes money, right? Yeah. And you know, again, as modern corporations, we are for-profit corporations. So let us make money. There's no, there's nothing wrong with it. But I think what is happening in the world that we are living in currently, and COVID has like screwed up things completely for us, So I think people have, excuse my French, it's normalized becoming assholes to each other because we've Mm -hmm. been behind a computer and Mm -hmm. we are not worried about the mails we type, we're not worried about the messages we type. And what it has done with that and with the current scenario of layoffs is there is a lot of anxiety, a lot of stress among the workforce right now because we are just... You know, again, what is mindfulness? It's an activity of being in the present. Now, we are catastrophizing about a future. I mean, thinking of playoffs or whatever your weak economy, or we're ruminating about, you know, whatever happened in the past. Now, neither of that is going to help you. That's where practices like gratitude come in. Like, what do you have right now that you can focus on? And with that, with gratitude, with meditation, the normalization of being mean to each other which we have done in the last few years i think those can change permanently so mindfulness has always been important at work but i'm going to say we are at a time when mindfulness is the most important thing at work it's just not a trend it is the future of organizational wellness and you know, it also makes good business sense. So why wouldn't you wanna have happier employees and a higher bottom line? You know, it's simple practices. Right.
0: So for our listener out there, a lot mm-hmm. of people out there never done meditation before. Yeah. I'm gonna ask you for a favor for sure. our audience. Yeah. And for me. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Let's um can you do like a three or a couple minutes? Like what would that if if you Before you go into work, Mm -hmm. like if you can take like a couple of minutes to do this um, mindfulness breathing, Mm -hmm. what would that look like? Can you kind of lead us through that?
1: hundred percent. I can lead you through that. And I just want to give you and your audience a tip Mm -hmm. is that try and with mindfulness practices, consistency is the key. The best time to practice it for most people is when they wake up, Please don't look at your phone. Please don't look at your news. Please don't look at your emails. They're always waiting for you. So before you are able to start your day, take those few minutes to ground yourself with a breathing exercise or a med- you know meditation. That's the time when you are least likely to be disturbed, which is why mornings work for most people, right? I mean, kids are not awake or uh, everybody's sleeping. So do that. So that's my recommendation is to try and do that. But again, having recommended that, if you miss it, please try to do it later. <laughs> Don't say it to hell with it. and get you know, this thing. So, yeah, let's. You, you know what I did?
0: Yeah. Um, I'm just going to share this real quick. Yeah. When I was working at the hospital and raising two kids, mm-hmm. you know, um, single mom. And I'm like, no time. I'm like, okay, when can I squeeze in this mindfulness right. thing? I literally drove into the parking lot. Park my car mm-hmm. and then turn on my phone and then just close my eyes for like a few minutes before I walk into into work. Yeah. And and that kind of works for me um, at that time. But the best way, like you said, is like when you wake up in the morning. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
1: yeah. No, thank you. That's a great example. It's perfect. Right. I mean, that's again, those micro many mindfulness practices that we're exactly. talking about, like fit it into different times of your day. Versus having this lofty goal of sitting for like 30 minutes to an hour and not achieving it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: I, yeah. I I love to be able to sit and meditate for two hours every day, but, you know, we all of us don't have those two hours. There's like so much to do in a day, right? Yeah. So three minutes is like really doable. Let's do it. A hundred percent.
1: hundred percent. All right. Oh. So, so feet on the ground, feet on the ground, um, uh, close your eyes i'll you into it okay
2: so it really doesn't matter whether you're using a back support or not um, i'm going to recommend that you keep your spine erect eyes closed
3: relax your shoulders relax your upper body relax everything And smile. I don't think there's any
2: scientific basis for this, but this is just a Raja recommendation.
3: Smile makes everything better. So you smile. Now, I want you to take three nice
2: deep breaths. I'll cue you into it. And with every breath that you're taking in, take a breath which is inhaling What you want, what you need, the joy, the peace, the calm.
1: The joy of life. And with every exhale, I want you to sigh it out. And when you're sighing it out, I want whatever is not serving you, your anxiety, your stress, and what needs to get done tomorrow that
3: is bothering you, that email that needs to be sent, sigh it out of yourself. So let's go. Everybody's pace is different, so choose your own pace. Inhale. (sighs) Last one, inhale.
2: Now, you should be feeling a little more relaxed, a little more calm. Now, in this state, we're going to do our box
1: breathing exercise. So, we will do three rounds. Remember, we inhale to a count of four, hold it for a count of four,
3: exhale to a count of four, and then Hold it again for a count of four. Feel free to vary
1: the pace. You don't need to hold it to a count of four. You have to use your agency. So, just a recommendation.
3: So,
2: feel and do what is accessible. And I'm going to start the count.
3: So, inhale two, three, four. Hold two, three, four. exhale, two, three, four, hold two, three, four. can inhale two, three, four. hold two, three, four, exhale, two. Three four hold two three four. Last one inhale hold exhale and hold. Return your regular rhythmic, natural breathing. And whenever you're ready, you can open your eyes. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you for that. Yeah.
0: That, that's amazing. Yeah. So um you guys, that there, that's an example of what you can do in and just to minute. I I feel better already. Thank you, yes. Yeah, it's just like more relaxed and yeah. really, you can, you know, I'm like, I, I can go to sleep
1: now. <laughs> I I I have a tip for you, your viewers is like, do this before you start meetings. Yeah. Right? Like every right. meeting, most corporate meetings that I used to go to, it's like we would prepare for like half an hour. And it used to be so tense where you want to throw mm-hmm. knives at everybody in the room. Right. I, <laughs> These are your coworkers <laughs> and friends, people you work with. Yeah. Like, you yeah. know. You don't have to do that. And when you do this, then you realize that the thing that you need to do is solve the problem on the board, not fight with people around you.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Great, great. Thank yeah. you so much for, yeah. for that example. And yeah. thank you so much for being here, Raja. Thank you. I it wish was... we can talk more. Um, but um, where, where can people find you?
1: Yes, yes, thank you. So uh, the details of my courses are on my website, uh, mm-hmm. calmcorporate.com. Uh, same handle calm corporate on instagram and linkedin i'm also launching a newsletter called zen in a min where every monday morning you get five actionable tips for five days in a week of the work week that will help you deal with the work week in the most mindful way possible and add more joy to your life nice nice so Watch out for that. It should be available on my website for sign up by the time this episode Mm -hmm. airs. Um, Yeah, YouTube, same thing. So Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm, you know, Calm Corporate. Nice, nice.
0: Calmcorporate.com.
1: Yeah.
0: So be sure to check that out. Thank you so much,
1: Raja. Thank
3: you so much, Sass. This was lovely talking to you. Thank you.